Hi, everybody. Welcome to Unbreakable. This is Kay. Tonight, we are talking about anxiety, uh, most specifically how it relates to chronic illness and also mental illness. Al, I know that you have a little bit more experience in this department than I do. And I was wondering what kind of things trigger your anxiety? Hey, everybody. It's Al. Um, Kay, to answer your question, um, for myself, emotionally, uh, a lot of emotional emotions can trigger anxiety for me. Um, feeling vulnerable because of my limitations causes anxiety. Um, really, it all depends, you know, it depends on the day. It depends on what your circumstances are and things like that. You know, it'll just fluctuate. You kind of just have to roll with the punches. How long exactly have you been diagnosed with anxiety? Uh, let's see. I would, wow, I'm going to make myself sound really old. Um, but I would say since I was, yeah, I would say since I was 11, I was diagnosed with it. Um, I'm pretty sure I had it before then, but you know, let's face it. Sometimes it takes a while to figure out what all is going on. Mm -hmm. And did something like cause it? at that particular age do you think did did something cause it at the yeah. at 11 did you have like trauma that caused it or was it oh. just something that came on gradually at 11 i mean there was a lot of things that contributed but i think it was just kind of like a tko punch kind of thing mm -hmm. um when i was 11 uh when i became really ill and we started seeing the first signs of the chronic fatigue and the fibromyalgia and that was when, you know, really started feeling that anxiety, not knowing what was wrong with you, so many doctors not understanding or agreeing, you know, thinking you're crazy, insane, you know, all of these other things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that's a legit reason to be extremely anxious, you know, going to school every day, um, nobody understood, you know, so... Uh, there was no support there whatsoever. Yeah, things have changed a lot for kids <laughs> with um, guidance counselors and awareness. So that's good. But not yeah. always was like that when we were younger. No, no. Did your family uh, have any idea that you were dealing with anxiety? Yeah. Um, with my family's story. And everything, just 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 talking about my parents and myself, um, with everything that we've gone through in our lives, it's just a part of life. You know, you have enough trauma. You know, you go through a lot of stuff. Um, trauma, drama, and stress. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, it just adds up after a while. And um, anxiety just becomes a part of life. And you just have to find a way to get through it and deal with it. What types of things nowadays trigger you the most when it comes to chronic illness in terms of anxiety? Right. Oh, nowadays, I would say, you know, running out of medication, scary. The idea mm -hmm. of that, because, you know, you rely on other people because you can't do it yourself to get from point A to point B. Um, that's a lot of anxiety. Uh, just... Not being able, like, for me, just not being able to 
take care of myself and what people would consider basic essential things, you know, that someone my age would should be able to do and can't. Um, just great. And then, you know, when you do get out, the anxiety of being out and people not understanding who you are, what, you know, what's going on. Thing, you know, I, it looks like I can see. Yes, I can see, but doesn't mean I can see you. You know, that's <laughs> right. anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, not being, you know, not being for sure if you're going to hear people when you're out and about. That's anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine depending on people for a lot of your basic needs and. I know that's anxious. That puts me in a really anxious position because I've always felt like, what if those people just suddenly vanish? You know, then what? <laughs> exactly. It mm-hmm. does go through your head. It goes through your head. Yeah. So, like, what are some of the ways that you handle when you're going through like a anxious episode or panic attack or just really having an anxious day? What are some of the things that you do to? I guess, calm yourself down or work through that? Um, I am very fortunate to have an amazing therapist and she has given me many wonderful techniques mm-hmm. to help with anxiety. I also have a psychiatrist that has me finally on medication that not only helps me to um, deal with my anxiety, but also to prevent and maintain it in, in, in cases as well. Mm-hmm. So um, very grateful for that. Um, the techniques, um, there's one, and most people are going to probably go, what? This is called the tapping solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a method that you use, and you're basically tapping on your pressure points as you're... Um, you know, talking to yourself, uh, talking yourself down from a panic attack, help, you know, talking to yourself through the anxiety, helping you to um, focus, you know, bring mm-hmm. yourself back to the now instead of the, ah, you know. Right. <laughs> um, music always is a big thing for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, nature. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, just getting outside, walking around. Um, those, those are things that really seem to help me with anxiety. I think some of the things that help me as well is creativity. If you can distract yourself and create something um, like, let's say, you know, you're into painting or you're into writing or, you know, whatever you may be, maybe you're a, mu- a musician, whatever you might be good at, um, just taking that time and just distracting yourself and creating can really give your anxiety a focus. Mm -hmm. And then also having something to do with that energy. So maybe you can't go for a run like some people, but you can certainly walk. You can, you can uh, swim, you know, if your joints have issues, you can swim. Mm -hmm. Just having some physical ways to let some of that anxiety go is absolutely beneficial. Yes, and then is. there's also a grounding tool. I don't know if you've heard of this grounding tool, but they I'm basically sure I have, but remind me anyway. They basically say it's it deals with the senses, and so they say in the middle of an anxiety issue, look around you, find five things that you can see. Yes, yes. Four yes. four things that you can touch, three things that you can hear, 
two things that you can smell and one thing that you can taste and it's called grounding Mm -hmm. and it's helpful to do whenever you feel anxious. And a lot of people joke and they say, well, if I could remember all of that when I'm having having anxiety, it's one of those things. Like if you have an anxiety journal where you can put in all of your tools, uh, all the techniques that work for you, that's one of the tools that you can write so that when you're having that issue, you can just look through and say, okay, here's something that I can do. Right. Um, for me personally, when I would get to the panic attack uh, part of it, um, if I don't already have it memorized and know how to do the steps, I'm not going to be able to focus. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. Right. So for me, it was like, it was a matter of just teaching myself, learning the techniques, actually memorizing and, you know, Count yeah, I think you know, it's not that hard. Just even if you do count six things, taste two things. Mm-hmm. Oops, who cares? The whole point is is to set to, to take yourself and put yourself beyond the immediate feeling that you're having, and exactly. putting yourself elsewhere. Exactly. Yeah, and that I mean, actually, that works with meditation. That works with spirituality. So those are also good techniques for some people. Very true. Hmm. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And hopefully, as we come up with more ideas, we'll put them up on our social media sites. We'll definitely put up the tapping technique that you were talking about, Elle. Mm -hmm. And we'll put up the grounding tools so that everybody can check those out. And we'd love to hear some of your ideas as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Anxiety is a huge issue when you're first diagnosed and it never really ends. I hate to tell you guys, but with this new lifestyle that we live, um, you know, it's, it's always going to be somewhat of an issue because you just never know what every day is going to bring when you wake up in the morning. That's just that. Mm-hmm. That's just that. And especially when you're dealing with chronic illness, mm-hmm. um, every day is literally, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it you gonna can. be a flare day? Is it gonna be a fiber fog day? You know, am I you know fog brain? However you want to call it. I mean, there's so many different things you don't know. So, are your friends gonna call you up and give you all kinds of hell because <laughs> you can't do what you did yesterday? Is you know, right. there's so many things that can trigger it. So, um, I think being a part of a community really helps too because you can bounce these ideas off of each other. And know that you're not alone in the way that you're thinking. Um, because you don't have to have it all perfect. And we all feel these things. Yes. Oh, I also thought of another technique as well. That mm-hmm. some people, um, meditation does help as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Which, even if you into a regular habit of just doing it, you know, once a day, um, it really just helps you center yourself and calm yourself before anything gets started. And it really kind of takes some practice, doesn't it? Because I know a lot of people have a really hard time just kind of quieting their minds in general. Mm -hmm. So that's one that's good to practice, like you said, when you're not feeling anxious, when you're uh, just so you have that tool at your disposal when it's when it's needed. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think a lot of anxiety, we all have a hard time kind of staying in the present. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
This is actually one of a uh, tapping video that I watch consistently, and it's called Quiet My Racing Mind. Mm -hmm. That, you know, <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's my big thing. So that really has helped me to basically communicate with myself and get my, you know, wrangle control again. Yeah, there's Which, like a thing that goes around on Facebook that says uh, most of the things I'm anxious about have never happened. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. true. It's so true. Okay, so very true. <laughs> we have a question of the week that is kind of a bounce back from the Spoonie episode. Mm -hmm. but somebody wants to know, how do you manage your fatigue? Very carefully and sparsely. <laughs> 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 with magic, you know. <laughs> are, my spoons may pills. No, I don't recommend um, that. Yeah, no, like I wish they worked. That's the thing that's like I you know. know. I, I know. Freaking eight cups of coffee. It's just like <laughs> when does this kick in? No, no. It, it seems <laughs> to do the exact opposite of what it's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, what do you what do you do, Al? I know that you that now you're a big advocate for napping, so that's well, one I thing. Do, unfortunately, you know mm -hmm. it, it is, you know, and you get a lot of grief for it too, um, from a lot of people. But in reality, if you do not rest, you're basically running on empty, and what good is that anyway? Exactly, um, it's just causing a flare. It's a flare waiting to happen. Well, that's it. You're going to end up hurting yourself later. You're going to end up in pain or something like that. You're not going to be able to focus correctly mm -hmm. because your brain is tired. Everything, your senses just get so exhausted. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm only speaking for myself, I should say. Um, but especially with the hearing and vision, you know, again, I hate to be like, oh, well, you know, keep bringing that up. But just to understand that takes even more energy. Especially mm -hmm. when you go out. So the more people you're around, by the time you get home, if, if you can't rest, you, you're useless in my book. You know, I'm useless in my book. I could imagine that would be all of that extra added stress. I could imagine that would be really hard. That makes sense to me. Well, what about you? Um, for me, it's learning to say no. <laughs> Um, it's learning to advocate, it's learned to advocate for myself and to allocate my time more productively. So, um, you know, don't clean the entire house in one day, do one thing. Um, you know, don't offer to help everybody on the planet when you can barely help yourself. And this is a big thing for me because I've always been the one that wants to do everything for everybody. And it really does affect of course, my energy levels, and then I have nothing left for myself. And the next day I'm, I'm out or nowadays it's like three days I'm out because I've done too much. So, I mean, for me, if the best way to manage fatigue is to break your list down to five simple things and if and try to get three of them done and do not worry about it if you can't do the rest. And that's, that's basically thing. it. Yep. And you Do have to decide, you have to decide like what's important. You have to prioritize what is really important in your life. Mm -hmm. Is your kitchen floor being spotless more important than a conversation with a friend who really needs that, you know, support and you need the, the support from them. 
you have to decide what's more important to you that day because they both take energy. So that's what my answer would be. Very good. <laughs> I will say, you, don't, you know, that that's something I still struggle with, though, is beating yourself up for, but I didn't get this done. And, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. do, you know, that, that, that goes with it as well as handling your fatigue. You've got to get to a point where, and I'm still working on it, like I said. Oh, are you kidding? I still say yes. I still say yes to way too many things. You know that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm working yeah. on it too. We're all a work in progress. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, that question was awesome. And we can't wait to get more questions from you guys yeah. because Keep it's really coming. encouraging. It makes us uh, feel great. And it gives us an idea of what you guys want to talk about too. So um, please do that. Please give us love. And speaking of love, we want to give a shout out to Tom who gave us this awesome comment on YouTube and said that the content is great and to keep up the great work. And Tom, we certainly will try and thank you so much for your feedback. You are our first first (laughs) comment. (laughs) So yay, Tom. Thank you so much. You're awesome. We really appreciate it. And what is the topic for next week, Al? Okay, so the topic for next week is relationships and and or dating mm-hmm. uh, with chronic illness. And I'm I'm so excited to do this one because I cannot tell you how many people are just like, how do you handle sex? How do you handle dating? When do you tell somebody that you're chronically ill? Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my husband was fine till the first year and then he walked out. I mean, just all of these relationship issues that come up. Yeah. We are going to have so much to discuss. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. can't wait. It's going to be a great one. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, my ex-husband and everything, you know, so yeah, there'll be a lot oh, of yeah. <laughs> yeah. to talk about with this. So. And um, again, if, if you want to leave questions even for that, You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of our information will be in the description of this video. And our quote for the week on anxiety is, Living with anxiety is like being followed by a voice. It knows all of your insecurities and uses them against you. It gets to the point when it's the loudest voice in the room and the only voice that you can hear. Absolutely true. I feel like it sums it up perfectly mm-hmm. it really does it really does so Any again, thoughts? um i was just gonna say um you know just just remember you're not alone um and uh that you know you you can get through this there, there there's the tools you, you know you have the ability um and uh we'll be here next week yeah, and if you want to talk to us privately, look at us, look up, uh, look us up on Facebook Messenger, and we can also connect you with support groups. So you you definitely are not alone, and we will always be here to help you as best we can. Absolutely. Thanks again, Tom. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye.